cold open here. Or should I put in some music? Whatever. Welcome to the Drunk Fed Podcast. Today's topic for April 24, 2019 is Conspiracy Theory Part 1 To do a podcast you have to have something to say. To do a podcast you have to have time to say it. You have to have the energy to compose your thoughts into coherent ideas for people to think about, understand, and digest. To get your idea out there, you also, big part here, have to have something really important to say. Me question mark. I do not have really important things to say. I do have some time now and I have been thinking about conspiracies in my head. These conspiracies... The ones that the GOP and all the political folks are wrapped up in. The conspiracy of who actually runs the government. Fun fact. In the 90s, I was all about researching conspiracies. The Illuminati, the Masons, the founders of this great country, etc. As a teen, I got into the idea that what we saw was not what or how things were. I got into the whole Illuminati BS for a bit. This was right before the dawn of the internet. So, I had to read books in the library. I had to look up things in the library's card system to find the titles of books. You ever do that? No. Then, thank God, the internet was born. We got all the low-quality pornography and anything we wanted by Netscape Navigator and AltaVista or Webcrawler. Yahoo was trash then too. Fear not. No Google or Facebook. Oh, those were the good old days. Geocities and Angel Fire random crap was a source for your info. Had to sign up for email list, email demons. Much easier to fall into rabbit holes and garbage sites then. Wait. No, it's much easier now. So back then, as a good little right-wing conspiracy theorist, I knew it was quote someone else and quote pulling the strings. How do I figure out what is going on and fight this beast? Join the army and work in the federal government to get access to and learn all the secrets. Part of this mindset still is in me today. The part of this mindset still in me is the part, like you that craves the secret knowledge that quote understanding and quote a conspiracy theory brings. When we learn something or figure out something, we get a rush of that good feeling. Endorphins question mark. I don't know the scientific name. But when we figure out hidden knowledge it makes us feel damn good and we love it. We fall down into that rabbit hole. This quote secret knowledge end quote and our quest for it is what makes conspiracy theories so damn appealing. This is how and why Infowars and Prison Planet are big damn things. This secret knowledge getting high feeling, fake or real or whatever, is what drives the producers and the consumers. Pause. Now, what did I learn from my time in the army with a secret top secret SCI? and NATO secret clearances. I cannot tell you as that would violate a whole bunch of laws and shit. What I can tell you is that the federal government is super big and there are a ton of fiefdoms and empires within it. 
Each agency has certain kings and queens within them that make decisions based on the laws passed by Congress and their interpretations of those laws. Those are the senior executives and the high-level GS-15 equivalent folks. They keep the damn show running from admin to admin. We are better for them. Someone has to hold this ship together with duct tape, spit, piss, and vinegar. Now, below them come all the worker bees. Hello. Wave. Worker bee here. Just doing my job. We do a lot of the work here. Inspect me. NASA stuff, give out government-backed loans, small business, home, etc. Lots of work at the federal level to give services to everyday people. Notice I did not call out citizens. I said people, space you say, but DF, who is above the SES and senior people. Those are the political appointees. It is their job to bring the president's plan to the agencies. These people, sometimes, like right now, are straight-up partisan hacks. Well, my secretary is a straight-up partisan hack. The previous guy was not. To be honest, this is the first openly hostile administration I have ever seen. In between all this, the Congress passes funding laws. These funding bills tell us how we can spend money and where we illegally can only spend the money. For example, this wall thing the current guy wants, not how it works. Congress passes a huge ass budget with a lot of line items and riders and pork and cake. In the most recent budgets, the wall had money allocated toward it. That money was not spent. Bad news. When money is not spent, it expires at the end of the fiscal year. Why? Because there is a new budget, well supposed to be a new budget each year, October 1st is new money day. Any old money does not roll over into the new year. It is gone, bye bye old money. We hardly knew you, sad face, hello new money. Happy face. So, if Dodo Bird McDumbshit does not spend the FY 2019 wall money on the wall, it goes away in 2020. If he wants a wall or truly cares about an issue, the money currently allocated toward that issue needs to be spent. Put your money where your mouth is. Unfortunately, this leads to a lot of end-of-year unnecessary spending. The thought process is this. If you do not spend it all in the last few year, you don't need all that money in the next few year. So, your budget will shrink. If you spend it all, you can maintain it all for the next few year. This is not business sense, this is government logic and sense. As someone who has spent their entire life in some form of federal service, you non-federal people should be having brain cramps now. It is also hilarious to see diehard right-wing budget hawks in supervisor positions in the federal government. These people do mental gymnastics and cheetah flips to maintain their budgets and grow or increase them into the next. Kind of hilarious when you think about it, haha. Now, back to who I thought runs the government. I thought it was the Masons when I started my research in the 90s. Now, being inside it's the damn rich people buying off votes in Congress and buying a president or vice.
Businesses need to make money. Money and oil make the world go round. Money and oil are the two lifebloods of the U.S. economy. If you stop one, it dies. Both are needed. Oil moves shit from it to be money stopping leads to 2008 and 2009 credit crunch shit. Dick Halliburton fucking Cheney. William Cohen anthrax vaccine purchases at four times the going rate. The Trump kleptocracy. I am sure I will come up with one for the Obama years. I cannot off the top of my head. But you got how sweetheart deals for corporations make money for a select few, from Clinton, Bush to, and the current shit show. War is a racket. War is a racket. War is a racket. Do you get it yet? War is a racket. The prison pipeline is a racket. The prison system is a racket. Private prisons are a thing in the us and in on the take. It is all a racket. Eat the rich. Grab a fork and knife. Now, let's go back to calmer thoughts. Conspiracy theories. Who is in charge? What have I seen? I told you. Small kingdoms. Small kings and queens. It really is a rather large-ass machine with the corporations hooking their mouths up to the government teats. Milk the government for all they're worth. Suck it dry. With all the shit coming out now from the problems from the Trump tax plan, you can see that the corporations and rich people are laughing all the way to their blood diamond mines on the backs of you and me. You can see them enjoying their champagne and cigars rolled on the naked bodies of virgin underage girls. How did they do this to us? Well, they used paid lobbyists. It's corporations and their lobbyists. This is who is fucking over the USA. This is who is fucking over you and me. This is the problem. The corporations and their lobbyists are the problem. These are the assholes running the show. The president is trying to set up a maneuver of an out-of-control car. Ever try to drive a car on ice without snow tires? You cannot. You set up your maneuver before you hit the ice, pray, hit the ice, clinch your ass cheeks, and hold the fuck on. The Senate Majority Leader has some powerful lobbyists holding what is left with his cock and balls. That is where the problem lies. We are starting to see cracks in the GOP phalanx. We need more GOP to Democrat defectors. We need to start impeachment proceedings. Nancy Pelosi is a centrist. She believes we need quote both sides end quote. This is because she is an economic conservative. She is rich. However, she is who we need work with and who we need to write call. Facts, smoke signal that she needs to start impeachment proceedings. It is her call as speaker. She sets the legislative agenda in the house. She's the boss. Work with the boss. She is playing Trump like a fiddle too. I love that. I hate her being a centrist and an economic conservative. Anyway, I think this one has gone on far too long. Next time, let's dig into some real conspiracy shit. We will, in conspiracy fashion, answer this question. What binds and holds all of the GOP together? Silly emoji here.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. This has been the Drunk Fed Podcast. Written and produced by me, the Drunk Fed, all rights reserved. This is the Drunk Fed, signing off.